guess what decision we're about to make. Horrible decision. <laughs> we reached the climax, y'all. Announcing our climax tour. We are going to be going all over the country and Canada, East Coast, Midwest, West Coast, South. Mandy's going to tell you all about how to secure your tickets because I'm telling y'all, you don't want to let this sell out. Y'all heard it right. We are hitting 16 cities for the official Climax Tour brought to you by Horrible Decisions. Y'all do not want to miss out. Our patrons will have first dibs to purchase pre-sale tickets with a special code given out only on Patreon. And tickets will be available for everybody at whorehive.com. You do not want to miss out. Tickets are sure to sell out. And we want the Whorehive present loud and proud. See you there. Now, let's get to the show. And we all light bright motherfuckers. And we're light bright motherfuckers. That could also be very much. Are you recording that? Yes. (laughs) Light bright motherfuckers in the building, y'all. Welcome to another episode of Horrible Decisions. I'm your girl, Mandy B, a.k.a. Peg the Stallion, a.k.a. That Bitch, a.k.a. Where Your Daddy At. Welcome back, y'all. I'm Wheezy, and we have a guest that is a repeat guest. We've had his wife, his friends, his dick. Hold on. Not only that, (laughs) if you are currently watching this episode at work, this is the time you may want to pause this episode and go and get that panty liner, honey. Because the voice, the sultriness is about to have you more. Maybe your mom. What? You know your mom. (laughs) Don't do that. Don't do that. applause. We got King Noir in the motherfucking building. Hello, coming back. Hello. I'm so glad to be back. You know, it's like I have I, watched y'all just explode. You know what I'm saying? It's, pause. It's, uh, calm down. <laughs> you, you can't. Explode? You can't explode. Do you know you have you a, a something just you said on an episode years ago <laughs> that we always talk about in reference? You talked about when jazz. We were like, oh, well, how can you be cool with your girl going with other people? You were like, maybe she want to go see B2K. Maybe pretty I don't want to go. Pretty Ricky. That was the example. And you were like, maybe shit. I don't want to go. She can go do that with another lover. And it was such a good example that we've used it over the years so, so many, many times. times. Oh, I've, ex- I've expressed that in relationships because now I'm in all these poly relationships. Oh, they don't uh, they don't uh, subscribe, but I do. I let them know <laughs> that they're poly partner number one, two, three. Um, but I'm really excited to not only get into, of course, that. We're going to start with some icebreakers, but I'm really excited at how you're able to dissect how you show up in this space, not only as a partner, a husband, a father, a sex worker, an entrepreneur. I want to get into all those things. But I did do a little I do want to talk about you being a daddy, too. Yeah, no, we're going to get... Well, he's a zaddy, zaddy. By the way, (laughs) I've shared on this pod, and I've shared with you, I've shared with Jazz in private and on this uh, page that my pussy has been getting trained by your dildo. For the last mm. two, three years with um, my ex. So it's still in my house. It gets a lot of usage. And if you guys do not have the King Noir dildo yet, please get it. Uh, I'll be honest with you. I had to get rid of it. <laughs> <laughs> she said she got rid of me. That's it got rid was of on my mantle for necklaces. It was just too big. Wait, wasn't... you put necklaces on his dildo? Because I couldn't put it in my pussy. It was just too much. She was throwing horseshoes Yo, quick segue. Speaking of big dick shit, <laughs> I, I want to tell y'all something. Had sex yesterday before I got to New York. Had sex with someone with a medium-sized dick. Okay. I was wetter than I've been in, like, bro. Like, soaking, couldn't believe it. And had been sleeping with someone with, not yours, but... (laughs) A bigger dick? A a big dick, but not as big as you. But I was like, yo, is it my brain thinking I could take this dick? Because when I see a big dick, I want it. Is it my brain telling my pussy, oh, you can handle this one? Or can I actually not get that wet for big dicks? You want all big dicks be, when you see it them? It could be a whole lot of different things, though. I was about it to could say, be the you, man attached to it. You could I don't be, think you that really like him. this guy. Oh, oh you don't even like him? <laughs> I, I would have said that. Okay. But I wanted to ask you, do you find that it takes a lot of time for women to, one, either get wet for you, or two, are they so nervous to take it that they can't get wet? It could be both. Or also, I think, with me though, I like foreplay. So right. a lot of times I'm eating pussy until they like, let's get it. Right. Or like I know with anal too, it's very much like I can't believe you have anal sex. Take your time sex. and lube and all that other stuff. So sometimes it could be was there more foreplay involved or I mean, I think the issue is that it would take me a second round to be able to take a big dick. 
like I needed my pussy to get engorged. I, Lena the plug said something about when she made her sex toy. Mm. She said that they made her masturbate so that her pussy was like engorged, and then they put it inside sense. of her to 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 make a replica of it because they wanted it to be at, like its most ripe, so to speak. So I think that's what happens to me with big dicks, which is terrible because does that mean my husband's gonna have to be a medium dick nigga? Well, I get used can, to and it. Then you can have an open relationship. I think it works for you, girl. It's sad. I'm gonna hold you. I just got back from Ghana and I realized as much as I like a partner, I realized I think I want many scattered across the world. Um, I, I, thought well, you, I mean, you want your bullshit too, though. So. You said what? I said you want your bullshit too now. Yeah, so, so I'm just like, <laughs> I would love to like know when I go to Ghana, I got me a little man or a prince or whatever's over there. I got mine in New York. When I go to Atlanta, I got my little friends. I realize I just want people that I really enjoy from a distance and then I can really enjoy them when I'm Did with you them because, then? because of how much I travel. You know, I may have saw someone that was cute or whatever. We may have exchanged numbers, but that's, Girl, not, that's not enough. We here for King Noir. <laughs> Talk about vanilla shit. With the icebreaker because these questions are a little bit more advanced because you are advanced. So let's get into the icebreaker. And I would like to know why you choose the answer you choose. Okay. Mm-hmm. So this is going to be a this or that. Would you prefer a threesome or an orgy? An orgy, of course, being above four people. For consistency, definitely a threesome. Okay. Every now and again, an orgy is nice to sprinkle in there, though. What about the orgies makes it nice to sprinkle it up with? With an orgy, it's like you could fall back and watch. You could be watched. You can engage in a lot of different ways with a lot of different people and everybody bring their own energy and talents to the space. You know what I'm saying? But like with a threesome, you have your focus. What makes a good orgy partner um, as, as another man in the room? Because, you know, women, I feel like kind of know their role in threesomes and orgies. But for another dude to be in the room with you, what would make a good partner like the tag team with? Like what kind of qualities would he have to have? If we if we already had a conversation ahead of time. Just, yeah, like just to know, just to know each other's boundaries and respect each other's boundaries. We already going. You know what's partners. crazy about you saying that? It's something that I've been wanting to experience, and I'm not gonna lie. In my mind, the best way for it to go is that you just pull up to the bar, or you pull up and we at the house, and now you're joining in drinks, and it just happens. I never actually thought of setting up a threesome or orgy with multiple men or with uh, with more than one man, where I thought to even have them be able to have a conversation beforehand. So you oh, that, that, that eliminates so much I know, you possible that bullshit. Like, but what you got to say? Like, what you just be like, <laughs> Yeah, bro. what do you say? Because some, somebody might, some people might be like, yo, don't even brush up against me, son. <laughs> like, no, like no DP <laughs> like, or something. Or no DP or like, don't look me in the eye. You know what I'm saying? Like, some people might have people some have serious... stuff like that, though? I mean, I'm on porn sets, so people okay. ain't really saying that. But I mean, like, when I talk to, when I talk to people... Like when we work with couples and helping, yeah, yeah. (laughs) with the civilian folk, like helping them put together their fantasies. I'm like, well, what are your, what are your uh, criteria? What are you comfortable with? What are you not comfortable with? So a lot of times I'll hear people say like, I don't know if I could even feel right in the room with another guy in this manner. So it's like, okay, well then you got to take baby steps first. You know what I mean? It's so interesting that you say that too, because it maybe we'll, you know, we can dive into this. There's been a desire or a conversation. Yeah, but my ex is still around, okay? God damn it. I'm sick of just referring to him as my ex, but he's still around, but there's been conversations about bringing other men into the room. And, but when we've gone to the sex club, his dick goes completely flaccid. So verbally, he's telling me, no, I want you to experience what I know you want. But I'm like, but your dick is telling me that you really don't want that to happen. So a part of me is like, stop telling me what you want to allow me when I visibly see that your body is not ready. Could be the environment. You know what I'm saying? That's a good one. Sex clubs have a lot going on. Yeah. And if it's your first time at that sex club, you might, you know, they go all the time. Might be looking. Yeah, I was about to say. I mean, it's it's one spot that y'all go to a lot. They have a plaque. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to lie. I got the MVP over there. At this point, I am like inked in. But wait, I'm curious to know. It could be the The environment environment in the sense of like. How do you feel about sex clubs? I used to be a sex club heavy. I used uh-huh. to love sex clubs. There used to be a couple here in New York I used to frequent. What you made you, saying? like, or what's changed? Is it because maybe people know you, or do you feel like a lot of this might feel like almost like work, mixing? <laughs> when I say work, I mean 
mixing with people you know or or people that know you? I think, well, obviously now for me, it was like kind of like, you know, COVID and shit. So I just fell back on all of that. But well, that was I the think, hype when I was there. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's like, that was time to go. <laughs> that was the hype. <laughs> Moderna and me. I got all of you. It was a 15-person max for a long time. And I was like, it was. It allowed oh, so me to ease more. myself in. It was way more intimate. Yeah, and I really that. liked it that way. Now it'd be 60, too many 70 people. plus. It's too many. I enjoyed COVID. I think, I think for me, sex clubs, it's like, if it's the right vibe. But I think for a while, I was going to a bunch of them where I was just like, this shit is whack. Like, I wouldn't even want to be here for for any reason, let mm. alone to, like, get Luke's and have a good time. What makes a sex club whack? The people? The people, what kind of music they play. When you say people, they be ugly? Yeah. Nah, I, I mean, not even just on looks, just how people interact. Mm. Because for me, when I'm, when I'm not working, like, I definitely like to talk to somebody, see where they at. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm not just going to jump into any, any and everything. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, if they're too pushy or they're not into what we into, stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? And also for me, it used to be work back in the day because I used to have a lot of clients that took me to sex clubs. Oh. And then I also used to have a partner and we used to go to, to clubs and get picked up for like live shows and shit like that. And I used to do live shows at sex clubs. So, oh, shit. So going to one, like if I'm going to one now, I want that shit to be here? I want to see it in person. <laughs> no? Okay, sorry. Let's you know, you were supposed next. to be on set, but first you know, we talk no, about we'll, that We'll later. talk about that because I'm trying to be on set, sir. As the oiler, as the <laughs> as camera the person, as the, the oiler. <laughs> as the oiler. Water boy. I did want to ask you two, the, yeah. these, uh, two these two things. You talked about watched and being watched, of course, mm -hmm. but you're able to give a clear distinction, and I think some people do not. So I want to know, would you rather be, or which one you prefer, poly or open? Poly. And can you just, can you explain what you know the difference to be between being poly and being open? Yeah, sure. Polyamorous is, the root word is amore, which is love. So it's multiple loves. Come on, Italy. <laughs> <laughs> and open is just kind of like, you know, our relationship is open. We might sleep with other people. I mean, open means a lot of different things to a lot of different people. Some okay. people have open polyamorous relationships. Some people are just like, they're open, they're swingers. Some people just open a date It all. Mm -hmm. It's all on levels. Mm -hmm. But to me, polyamory just really is like rooted in trying to find other other lovers, whether you're fucking them or not. Hmm. Whether you're fucking them or not. Whether you're yeah. Well, I told you my friends are my poly partners. And but lovers. You said lovers. So you have women in your life that, that you love. Yep. You just kiss and stop? No, nah, they don't even get kissed. If they're, if they they're don't a even sub, get kissed? If they're a sub, they might not oh, even have I gotten understand. to that point yet. Which I've met you with your subs, and they are like sub, subby sub. I don't, subby sub, 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 Sorry, subby sub, sub. Deep fresh. Like, no, they'll literally, but, but they're more like servants, subs. Like they, I don't know. That's what I mean. I, I do. Say slaves? No, that's not. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to say I prefer, that word. I prefer service. Service, service, service subs. Subs, Sir, right? You said service. No, I was about to say service <laughs> bottoms. But I like, I prefer both slut. of those. And and service ones do everything but sex. It's more like... No, they, no they, for me, some of them have to work their way up to that. Ooh, it all depends. It all depends. They got pussy, sir. What you mean they got to work their way to sex? He's like, bitch, have you seen me? <laughs> <laughs> work their way to sex. I wish a nigga would. All right, last one. But I would like feeling like I had to... I've had that before. That was the guy that blindfolded me and told me I couldn't take it off until his dick was in me. He made oh, me see, work up to getting like caught. that. But see, also, it's not it's I have to earn their submission. So they should have to earn my dominance. Oh, talk your shit. Oh, don't be looking at me in my eyes while you say that. Okay. <laughs> uh, and the last one before we get to our vanilla shit. Kink or fetish, Mr. Royal Fetish Films? Mm, fetish is all day. And can you explain the difference? Because I think a lot of people also can't distinguish between the two as well. What is the difference yeah. between a fetish? Wait, let's try to guess and then you tell us if we're right. Okay. okay you cool. go first because that's why I asked him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm not going to lie. I think we confuse it all the time. I kind of thought a fetish was more extreme than a kink. Uh, I always thought maybe like kinky referred to like, oh, damn, now I'm getting lost because when someone has a fetish, I think of shit like balloons and shit. You know what I'm saying? Yo, that balloon should be wild. That's crazy. Yo, I, one time when I never knew that lunars existed. Lunars. That's is what their they're name? called. Yeah. Mm. 
and like somebody somebody requested a video. This is like when we first started with RFF, and they requested a video from Jasmine, and she has fans that send her like giant balloons that you got to blow up with a pump and shit, and all kinds of crazy shit. So like, we had all these like red and black balloons, regular balloons, and she's On like purpose, doing. They were that color. Mm-hmm. Okay, and she's like doing all this sexy stuff with it, and I'm recording. I'm like. I'm getting hard watching her play with balloons and shit. Like, am I alone? No, 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 no. No, she's like, she was like, licking them and like rubbing them all over her body. And it was, I was just like, I didn't even think to even do that shit with a balloon. I hate the noise (laughs) that it makes on my skin. Oh, and some, like for some of them, they like to get them popped. Other people don't like to get them popped. So this is what, like, when I think about the difference between fetishes and kinks, right? I don't, I don't look at them as like, they're not opposites in any kind of way. Okay. I think of it as fetish is something you have. And you can be kinky. Like, you can do all types of kinky shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, you are. Okay, I was kinky right. is like the, the you're, act you're, you're in which you're doing. That balloon shit. But, like, a fetish, a fetish doesn't have to be extreme, though. A mm-hmm. fetish could be like, I like feet. Feet. I like black eyes. Or I like shoes. That's but not a know. fetish, though. No, we know white girls have it. Yeah. That and they just, they just racist. Nah. No, you, a human being can't so be I a fetish. I don't think black men can be a fetish, but I, I think that people say that. Oh, no. They definitely say like, that. BBC, but that's just like. like you know what I'm saying? Like and I you think, said it ain't a fetish, it's racism? Nah, it's racism. You so said a white woman liking you, a black guy ain't a fetish. I didn't say a white woman liking okay. a black guy. A white woman having a fetish for black men is definitely racist. Because think about when we say when, when people say Asian fetish. For some reason, we kind of place it somewhere else, but we get more offended when it's black men, but I think it's because they feel like they're ours. So that I understand, but I recently got checked about it because a friend of mine and I were out and someone said, oh yeah, he has an Asian fetish. And she was like, so he just got a fetish for me? Just me as a person. Yeah. And when she said it, I was like, damn. Like, we got to be careful with the language we use. Because obviously, well, I mean, because it's I like the there's a lot of... To the body parts. Yeah, the but your body so, parts. Yeah, but not every black, black dude got a huge dick. You're right, because they be having some on. little ass dicks, baby. But so, like, hey, check. Like this is y'all something... Y'all are oh, not no. out here hanging like y'all think you I are. I believe that when people have a fetish <laughs> like that, it's the skin tone. Like, I well, think black, black, like, white girls want dark... Like, the, th- the thing is with, especially in America... Point blank. This is something that we this have been America. working on and, mm-hmm. and things that we've been building on is the decolonization of sex. So in America, one of the the largest, not cotton, not sugar, not anything else, was us. Mm-hmm. You know, Virginia was bait their their whole um slave plantations <coughs> were based around slave breeding. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So the fetishes that white women have for black men comes from a place of being the mistress of the house having a place of power and looking at us as nothing but something for them to have sex with. So that's where you have like that queen of spades type shit where they're talking that about shit is like, so weird. it's the fucking most racist shit. You know what I'm saying? And, and all these quote unquote fetishes that they have, if you look back, it's the same way they sold us. Can I ask mm. you with, with you having this history, we have sat on this pod and there have been black sex workers that said that they would partake in race play for whatever reason, as a form of reparations or because maybe they weren't that deep-rooted. Is there a price that you would accept or would you ever be filmed in a race play scene? I don't think you can play at racism. Okay. You know, I'm not mad at I, that. I don't do I'm not it. mad at that. And I think as long as we still get murdered by the police and held back in every single aspect of society, it's not is a play. That, and I don't I trust I don't trust any white person who wants to engage in race play. Tell, tell me if this <laughs> I'm bothers like, you. what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I got into a conversation about this with a dude where I maybe I've talked about it on horror, but but I don't like when white women say they only date black men. I don't really like when any race says they only date another other that's not their own. Like I understand black men saying they only date black women, mm. right? But when Black men say, oh, I only date Latinas. Or white women say, I only date black guys. Like, it's fucking weird, bro. For sure. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we could say, I know we biracial, <laughs> but I only date black guys. Is that I mean, okay? Can I say that? But you're black. Are you not? No, I know, but... Yeah. You call, do you say you're I mean, black? I, no, I, I, think, yeah, I, I do. I don't say I'm a white I'm talking about white girls that say, I only date black guys. It's like, well, damn, bitch. Even I can look at white boys and say they're cute. I've dated some white boys, like, you know, niggas, whatever. Like, I just don't get why you have so hard of a preference to the other side that you won't even look at your own. That yeah, to me becomes I, I definitely think, and and I see that with people that, I knew someone who was kind of like how you said that they only dated like Asian women. And someone asked them about it, like kind of checked them on it. Like, it black. Why? it was brother. I was like, what the fuck? And the kind of reason sometimes that people will give 
does make you wonder like, yo, son, have you like, do you only look at all these Asian women as one blanket thing? Okay. Yeah. As giving passport. You're, you're missing, okay. yeah, you're missing yeah. out on the individuality of the human beings that you're dating if you can only say that you only date them because of their race. You're not saying like, only date women that are really intelligent or, right, right, right. you know, fashion, so whatever the fuck you like. But if you pinpoint it to a race, then usually there's some shit going on. There. For sure. Agreed. Well, I want to get into our vanilla shit because this one's crazy and you got a big old thing. So this is going to be even crazier. So an Indonesian man had to undergo emergency surgery after breaking his penis, performing the world's most dangerous sex position. Which is Now, I'm mad as fuck. I did want to know. The shower. Oh, you, you think it's in the shower? <laughs> I, what, I think what, so. What position do you think is the most dangerous? For getting your dick broken, just definitely. Um, reverse cowgirl. Oh, I was just okay. about to say when somebody do not know what they doing in reverse so cowgirl, the bitches mad nervous. that want to be out here riding, taking Tyomi's classes and all those things. Take it. Let's get into it. Was that it? Yes. So <laughs> a study detailing the breaking news was published Ooh, recently. I felt this it. does come from the Journal of the Urology Case Reports. A 37 year old man was reportedly having intercourse in the reverse cowgirl position, in which the woman is on top facing away from her partner. So it's you on top, ah, 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 and you looking the other way. You're not looking at him. According to, this is crazy, TikTok doctor, the fact that it's labeled TikTok doctor is nuts, but her her (laughs) name is Dr. Karan Raj, has said that the world's most dangerous pose is actually the reverse cowgirl, which is responsible for a whopping 50% of dick fractures that are reported. Just the fact that there's, there's dick fractures about it. going on out there. There's that sounds dick horrible. fractures happening. That's um, so horrible. Long behold, things went south after the man suddenly heard a loud cracking sound oh followed God. by a pain discomfort and immediately an immediate loss of... My dick hurts. Just <laughs> My dick hurts too, bitch. Fuck. Following the boudoir backfire, the patient mm. began bleeding out of the tip of his penis no. and found himself unable to urinate. Realizing something had gone horribly awry, the frightened fellow reported reportedly to the General Hospital of West Nunsa Tengara Province. I'm good. By that time, his penis had swollen and turned deep purple in a condition known in a medical parlance Ow. as... This is hilarious. I'm not good with this. You ready? Eggplant deformity. So when we use the eggplant emoji, now y'all are going to imagine a broken, swollen, purple and blue dick. I've always been one of those people that like when I watch Fear <laughs> Factor, my body, you know, like I can't. That's how I feel right now. <laughs> well, for those of you Sweat. wondering, while the penis <laughs> the is technically boneless, the word fracture is used to describe a tear in the tunica albogine. Y'all know these words is not for me. The tissue that allows the penis to become enlarged or erect. Now, because yours is so massive and you do a lot of things in your videos, because baby, I'm subscribed to your OnlyFans and you know that. I don't know. I found myself commenting and I said, oh no, I'm commenting and my name on there is Full Quarter Mandy. Have you seen me comment under your thing? Come on, you know what happens. Okay, yeah, I I know. Jesus Christ. So, I want to know, we have a segment called Horror. I cannot believe that's your name. It is. My shit is damn sure G1238. Oh, no. My shit is Mandy, but it's because it sh- I didn't know it showed up as my first name. Mm. I think it's like FCP something. I but, follow. Oh, it's crazy because I actually haven't watched your videos, but I only pay for friends, y'all. Uh, and, and you and Jazz, be nasty. Um, and then I have some weird bukkake guys. Bitch, FC Pumps is my fucking name. And it says Mandy. Dumb. I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed. I literally made it the easiest possible fucking things and if you go through active it's a lot of trans it's a lot of gay porn stars and look at look at King Noir right there Mm. anywho let's get into a horror story from you Mm. clearly your penis is well endowed and fine and well but (laughs) but have you ever experienced something awry either an injury that you actually felt yourself or you mistakenly did to one of your partners? Both. Ooh, shit. It's story time. One one time, uh, well, so when I was younger with a partner, I tried, we we tried. We tried. Anal. And I know what I was doing. She didn't know what she was doing. And she just started, like, bleeding like crazy. Oh, you tore and, something. 
Yeah. And for like five, six, seven years of my life, I did not do any anal after that. How did you, what, what, how, wait, tearing it out, like what happened? Like we were, we were, I mean, we was getting in there. We was getting in there with, with we was getting in there with the, with the lube and all that. But did you but, feel like something ripped? Did you feel it get loose? I mean, she said she felt something ripped. Right? I know that's right. <laughs> and that yo, that shit freaked me out. So, but then I, I met somebody who was like, no, I'm going to do this. I got a loose ass. And she was like, <laughs> she said she comes harder. She said she came harder from anal. So with she was just like very, fa- very focused. Yeah. Okay. But then, so one time also, though, uh, I had someone, they were riding me. And kind of like, dangerous riders kind of like, you know, like one of those moments where she might have moved a little bit to the side. Uh-oh. And I was so, I was so lucky that I didn't have the full uh, eggplant fracturitis or whatever. You <laughs> fracturitis. Fracturitis is nuts. But yes. Yo, but like that should definitely hurt. And it was definitely like, we got to chill out for a minute. I don't understand how but, girls even like let you put your dick in their ass. No shades, them, but like, wait, we're back. That's, that's, I, wait, he just told a whole nother story. That's so much bravery, bro. We over here thanking nurses and shit. Thank you. That is crazy <laughs> as fuck. So then let me ask you. Thank you for your service. How awkward I'm or sorry. what do those conversations sound like after knowing that someone done been hurt in the act of sex? Well, the first one, it, we were both freaking out. Like it was definitely it was like blood everywhere. It was blood everywhere. <laughs> I felt so bad. I'm like, I'm sorry, all that kind of shit. You know what I'm saying? She's like, I don't know. Like she didn't. She would. She was new to it as well. Back. You ruined it. You but, broke my asshole. <laughs> the time Shorty was riding, I knew that I dodged a bullet. Okay. So we kind of like it. It didn't feel great, but I didn't. I didn't get like I said. I didn't get the fracture right. So we was kind of laughing okay. about it, like. You was up there wilding. We gonna switch positions when when I get back to regular. Okay, well, the fact <laughs> that you shared these stories, we have our hors d'oeuvre segment. And for this specifically, and y'all, listen, I know y'all are like, can y'all stop talking about how massive his dick is? Just look it up. Become an OnlyFans subscriber. I wanted to, knowing that Weezy has even shared that she didn't get as moist for a bigger dick or whatever. I wanted you to give moist. Tips. I moist. like the word moist at this point. God damn it. Moist, baby. I wanted you to provide a tip to a woman who's taking a penis that is very large or to a man to ensure that he's pleasing a woman despite the fact that he's very large and endowed. Like big dick sex tips. That's lube. what we're giving today. Lots of lube. If only lots we, of foreplay. we could only be so lucky. Lots of lube, lots of foreplay, and then positions that are comfortable for you. Could you give a list of the ones that are comfortable? Missionary, personally, personally, like missionary with your legs, with your legs up, because any position also that you can control how far he goes into. So, Ah. and and also like you can even make it like a psychological restraint kind of game as well, where it's kind of like I'll let you know when I want more. That's how I like that. So it's kind of does that also that also means work your hips. You know what I'm saying? Like, because you put some, put a little more, bit of motion in there, she gotta do and more she'll too. get more. Well, not even, even if you just lay back and relax mm. and let him put in his work to make your pussy wetter and wetter. Mm. That was real good. Why wow, you did it? I do have another um, question. Uh oh. So I'm looking at this video you sent me when you said you was doing something with fruit. Yes. I thought Are you like, ask him a tip to how to fuck fruit. No, I thought you were gonna <laughs> stick your dick in it. Oh so, wait, he didn't. You, I thought you were gonna fuck the fruit. Actually, he's having that. oral sex with fruit. That's you what that was is. eating the That's fruit. That's oral sex fruit. You out of breath eating this damn fruit. <laughs> that was part of the scene. I was supposed to have been in a, a plane crash on an island that makes you horny. By the way, so the whole the whole video. I'm not gonna lie. I love skits. Shout out! Shout out to I... shout out to the director Sarah J. Who <laughs> oh, I love directed the whole. She it's like a whole we, movie. White Sarah J. White Sarah J. She gotta come on with them big I'm old like, titties. It's me, uh, Sarah J. And a couple other performers, and it's like we on it. Like we had a foursome on the island. We do all this crazy shit on the island. Fuck on this remote part of the island. It was dope. I have a thing to say that I feel like you'll at least appreciate because you know it's a joke. (laughs) So recently, I was in a writer's room, right? And I had an idea that just was not good. 
And they were like, what do you fucking do porn skits too? And I was like, <laughs> damn. And I said, yo, but if y'all think about it, do you think the porn stars just sit around and one goes to Party City and they come back with an outfit like, okay, mailman. Like, they'd be yo, so some bad. Spot, some How spots definitely the, do. Okay, so you know what? We, I don't like, think this is will, heavy production. I don't even I think we've asked like, this, but... I've also shared how much I enjoy a scene happening. Like, mm-hmm. I love the whole two niggas playing video games and one lose and the other now got to suck his dick. I've shared that. <laughs> <laughs> I love some, like, real hood rat shit or, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 a drug dealer. You ain't have all the all the money that you had to pay him, so now he like, well, now you got to pay me with your booty hole. I could like, do that. I like shit like that. So when you are creating scenes, mm-hmm. Is there a writer's room for porn? Do you sit with the people that are a part of it? What does building a scene and how like dumb porn? have has it been? <laughs> it all it all depends. So like if I'm <laughs> if I'm working for another company, they just they hire they me. The they'll send me the script. And how long do the script pages be? <sighs> one that I did there, there was one where I was like a Roman gladiator type oh. shit. I saw that one, and that that one was was a long ass script that they had to have somebody on the like, side. Y'all just look at my dick, feeding lines and shit. Oh, you oh, didn't wow. you remember the no, lines? No, I I was good. Oh, some okay. of the some of the I mean, sometimes they did have to feed me a couple because I'm like, some dick studios, just, some I'm studios, fuck, right? <laughs> nah, some studios don't give you the script until you get on set, or some studios give you. You know, it depends. With Royal Fetish, we don't like to do scripts. We like to do scenarios. And okay. we like and to so do particular acts. <laughs> it's improv, it, for sure. It's improv. There, there's a lot of improvisation in it because, like for example, if we were gonna have a scene with y'all, we'd be like, "Well, we know, oh, give us the we know." Oh, the oh scene. yeah, yeah, like, yeah. This is fun. Well, if we was, if we was gonna if we was gonna fuck, we I would want to do it here. I would want to mm. do it as part of your podcast. Ooh, so it in, might start in, with a, I'd be like, it. It might start with an interview. Is your broken? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That one, that's gonna get gift right there. That's terrible. <laughs> Damn, oh, you couldn't have thought of nothing else. Yeah. Okay, so we're no, in but the I mean, studio, like, so I, I would rather you just put start people to get hot. in. Hold on, then you just start to get hot. Let's act it out, and you mysteriously take off your shirt. Can we play that out? No, that's not gonna. <laughs> but wait, check. The, I want to put people in scenarios that they're comfortable with. Okay, talk to because me. then, you know, not everybody is an actor. Just because they do porn, like mm. they might be incredible sexual performers, but they might not. They're not out here performing Hamlet and shit. You know what I mean? Okay, but so, there's, a, there's a difference between a script and then there's a difference between, to me also, and I guess I would love to know if this is in the script, are moans or verbal cues and things like that in a script during the actual intercourse happening? Not with our scenes. Okay. We don't ever Wait, ask any, we don't ask anybody to ever fake anything. What about so it's in, all, it's all real. There are, there are other It'd be like, say, companies fuck, my, that might, say fuck my black pussy. It'd be saying shit like this. I, I see that one, <laughs> <laughs> but like, um, like let's say for example, there's a performer that I work with who is actually really a carpenter. Her name is Tegan Rose, okay. and when I first saw her work, I was like, "Whatever we're gonna do, you have to do some carpentry shit." So we like, I, I had the idea that I wanted to turn out the lights so that the sparks are flying while she's making the shit. So she winds up, she oh, winds up cute. making me a paddle to use on her. Mm. So there are certain cues where it's like, you know, we will go over all safety concerns prior to. So like, what are your hard limits? What are you comfortable with? What do you want to do in the scene? Like, what are your desires and things like that? And then also, you know, red, yellow, green, make mm-hmm. sure all the all the safety words are, are up there and things like that. And then there might also be a shot list where it's like, I know I need to get these particular shots to build the storyline. But I'm not feeding people lines. Having like, a shot list for porn sounds so crazy. For anyone listening, it's basically when someone that's making a movie or a skit or anything says, okay, we have to make sure we get them looking like this. We have to make sure we have this one, blah, 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 for whatever in editing. And all I could just think is like in the middle of you really <laughs> enjoying it. Wait, 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 wait. We need you to grab our hair again. We need to get that. I hate that we need I to come on the face. It's ruining porn for me. I was just watching this porn. It was two guys and a trans woman. And... I'm watching it. It's so hot. And I'm hearing moans, but I can tell they're zooming in on purpose and adding the moan from another scene. I hate when I see that. And oh, so no. literally they're switching. But next thing you know, his dick and the whole side of his leg is oily, but it wasn't just oily. So I know they had stopped to lube it up to now let him enter. 
And now the other guy's dick was completely dry to get sucked. <laughs> and I'm like, so this isn't straight ass to mouse. There's, there have been pauses of removal of lube, wiping people down, lubing others up. And I was like, no, you know I what ruined it for me? So would you, would you prefer to see the lube up and the wipe down? Here's the yeah, problem. make it no, real. No, no, no. Here's the problem. Maybe with OnlyFans and maybe with Twitter, I'm really enjoying more of the full go with all like amateur porn. Mm -hmm. So sitting with so many porn stars and knowing like how it's actually being produced, the idea that I know that now there's a pause to wipe this off, like the idea of waiting for someone else to get back hard. It's like I'm watching it now and I'm like, I'm seeing the inconsistencies. And I'm like, okay, I love only well, that, real. But that goes that goes back to actually what you was talking about with the uh we're going to the sex club. You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes when you have your, uh, not all dicks are in synchronicity and shit. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, yes. you know what I mean? Like one person might be like, yo, I need to get head to get hard. Someone else might be like, yo, I just see pussy and get hard. Somebody else might be like, I need my nipples play with, or I need to be kissed or I need to chill for a little bit. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like in porn, sometimes that shit happens too. But it's, I think personally, I like to see when people do wipe off because when you get it to real life, real. motherfuckers don't be thinking like, oh shit, I should probably not, I should wipe off my dick if I was just in her ass and I'm going to her like, vagina. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't see the bitch dealing with putting that goddamn harness on. That shit, <laughs> I'll be struggling when I do it and I'm like, so this bitch just walks out out of nowhere with a harness. But like, that's the thing though, we're thinking most people believe their porn is supposed to look perfect. I think we're right. just getting into the era where it's not like I wanted to. I was going to say the thing that I hate now that I've noticed and I never noticed before. My favorite thing porn is bukkake. Mm -hmm. I love seeing cum shots, whatever. And even when I have sex, it's my favorite thing. So doing sex cells, they showed me that tube that shoots out. <laughs> oh, yeah. That and it shot at my face. Did you see that clip? No, bro. And I was like, oh, my God, my mom's going to see this. I was like, how does it work? And it squirted all over my fucking face. And they left it in there. It's terrible. What type of, what type of, what's the... It's like coconut milk. It's like some other kind of... Everybody use different, because there's also like some lubes out there that look like... Yes. There are lubes but now that I say like that to say he was like some of the guys during blow bangs, they hold it under their dick if they can't finish or it's too overwhelming. And I see it all the... And now you now know you what's see the really little, the little squirter? I see the squirter or... I won't see the squirter, but like... I'll see them about to jerk off and then the girl just has this a massive amount of cum on Have her face. Have you faked cum shots, sir? For pictures. For, okay. for a couple of um, sites that I've shot for, they do like pictures, like clean pictures, <laughs> Euro pictures, dirty pictures. What's Euro? Like in some European countries, they have to like... Blur? Nah, not even. You got to like hide your dick. You know what I'm saying? Like Euro they, they can show like bush and then I like have to like be at an angle which is so crazy because you can dick. see titties on TV in in yeah. and dicks now on HBO they be showing all the dicks <laughs> shout out to Euphoria shout out to where else I just saw a whole bunch of dicks oh Sex Life Sex that's on Life, Netflix which is canceled there's a whole bunch of well they I think they only did two it got canceled she said uh, she they, she like went on a podcast and basically talked about the behind the scenes of Sex Life and how she wasn't mm. happy with it and they fucking canceled it two days after that podcast came out Oh shit. damn well it was good I thought it was cute um, I did though want to get finally into our horrible decision because you've given us so much, sir. Word. What so, about the dad life? Well, the horrible decision for this week, for the moment which, she didn't swallow, which also has <laughs> family in there as well. So I want to make sure I get to that. We're not doing a home mail this week because I wanted to touch into these different things. We had uh Jason Lee <laughs> on recently, and we talked about. I mean, there's been a lot. We're working on a project and. There's shame in sex. There's some shame in me listening back to some episodes. Jason Lee actually said you should have no shame in the things that you've done. But also with a lot of people that I've met, that we've met on tour, people have been elated with how this show has allowed them to look at sex differently. Word. So I wanted to get into becoming shameless with sex. Mm -hmm. And I brought I broke it down into uh, five categories with a question each and we can cut them out. We cannot get to them, whatever. Dating, sexuality, sex, relationships, and family. Cool. Um, if we could start with sexuality first, being that we're now getting into the pronouns, getting that I also just went to Ghana and literally had to feel like I couldn't 
expressed because of the laws that I was bisexual and what they just passed over there. Mm -hmm. Even though the women are goddamn fine, I couldn't even <laughs> tell them how fine they was because I was like, y'all ain't gonna lock me up in Ghana. I want to talk to talk about sexuality um, because with Royal Fetish Films, you know why I subscribe. You have now scenes with trans uh, actors. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to talk about creating content with that and if it has changed your audience at all. If there had to be a conversation with your partner or if it's changed even how you identify. Okay. And if identity and sexuality even matters to you because you're so comfortable with your sexuality. A lot in one. Now go. <laughs> all right. So where to start with that? There definitely was a conversation, but there's a conversation with anybody I fuck. Okay. You know, um, Jazz and I are not only partners in life, but we also partners in business. So it's also like, yo, I'm shooting with this person or whatever. So there's that conversation. And then also, I think it's, I've been in scenes with trans performers before, but we either like weren't completely interacting and we were like just fucking somebody together and mm -hmm. all that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, um, I think when I, when I first was like, you know, I'm, I'm interested. It was, she was kind of like, yo, you should do that shit. I love, you know what I'm saying? Okay. <laughs> so, I love Jasmine. Did the trans and, performer and, you had sex with have bottom surgery? No. No. Did it, was that something that was like, I want to try it like this? Like, did it, did it for you? Did you feel like you really fulfilled that because they didn't have bottom surgery? No. Mm. Uh, I think for me, sex and gender and all of that is very fluid. And I've kind of always been that way. But at the same time, I know that I have, I come from a place mm -hmm. and from a family where anything. North, even, is that? North? I'm from, I'm from Jersey City. Jersey I grew City, up between Jersey City, Teaneck and Camden, Jersey. What's up? Boom. Um, and anytime you thinking out the box a little bit, like back in the day, anything you think like, oh man, you wear pink, you gay. You know what I'm saying? Like right. anything like Pause. does. Does a, a does a color, yep. make, you know what I'm saying? And I, I used to always be like, like, I don't think a color really can do that to a person. You know what I'm saying? And and I also think there's so much fear in it. There's so much places where people hold themselves back that even it, like even if you're not gay, bi, lesbian, or or anything sexual like that, it's okay to be open. Like if you're going to a sex club, you shouldn't go there and be mad at the sex someone else is having. You know what I'm saying? So to me, it's also just like that in the world. Like, I'm not going to walk. If I'm walking down the street in on Canal and someone's fucking, it's wrong no matter who it is because we all didn't consent to see that shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? But what you do behind closed doors with whoever you want to do it with is is your business. And sometimes right. that closed door is on a porn set or in a <laughs> sex club. Did you feel like you should have, um, or I don't know if you did, was that your first time having sex with someone who was a trans person? And if not, did you feel like you needed practice beforehand before being on camera? Everything that I've done was for the first time on camera. Really? Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm that much of an exhibitionist, though. I wouldn't say that everybody should, should follow my footsteps with, <laughs> with anything. Because there's a whole lot of shit that I've done on camera that was for the first time. You know uh -huh. what I'm saying? With even solo shit by myself, that was the first time yeah, I tried fruit it. fruit that way. I'm sure that was the first yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. I never even thought about it. Now I can't look at fruit the same ever again. <laughs> but it's like... um. I think with, like, sexual exploration, we always say, as long as, as, long as it's consensual between adults, mm -hmm. you leave children, animals, and people we who say like no out of that shit. Mm -hmm. Oh, we sound like you giving a sermon. We over here like, yes, Lord. Come on, Pastor. <laughs> no animals. No no's and no kids. I know that. You know what I'm saying? And then every, everything else is fair game. And it doesn't mean that just because you like some shit, I got to like it, even if we together. Right. You know what I'm saying? But I can respect that you have this desire or you have this passion for something. And I want to support you. What do you think you have left to do? What's next? This isn't the end, y'all. I'm, just, <laughs> this I'm, just, I'm, like, I'm just actually curious because to me, that is something that really takes you in a new, um, to a new level. And it just makes me curious, like, now what? I don't know. I don't, I don't ever think about it that way in a sense, like, I gotta do some something else because for me, I've always been with with, with women, you know what I'm saying? So, trans women are you know, women. Even so, kink, in that even, sense... Even kink stuff. Like, is there anything kinky now you wise, like you've got I mean, try? there's places I want to fuck, but... Come on, places. Yo. <laughs> like what? I really want to fuck skydiving. Like, that's, that's, a, that's a 
not fantasy. Probably it's not. It's probably not. Okay, so but but I would love to do it. I'm allowed you're to have dreams and fantasies too. Inside of someone and then dick in the, in the air. <laughs> that show would be terrible. Yeah, that's you and the air pressure too would fuck my shit up. That, that would be the terrible. Oh, wait, you gotta go in 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 Orlando. There's this thing where you get put in a suit and you can act like you skydiving, but it's just a fan that blow you up in the okay, air. Okay, I'll try it on. That. Try it too, and it's in Orlando. Yeah, they got a lot of them. <laughs> they do. You might have to practice. I don't know if they're gonna allow you fucking in that thing. But you could you could I try mean, it out. If they let me rent the place out, they'll be there. Come on. And you Come got on. big money. Come big, on, big dollars. Big money. Big but um, um to an- to answer the rest of your question though, like I've never when people ask me like, yo, what are you in regards to sexuality? sexuality I've always just been like, I'm me. You know I'm what I'm freaky. saying? I'm a freaky um, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> because like I used to I used to dance and, and strip and all that shit, and I would get booked for parties for everybody. Right. I, I love turning everybody on. That want that's that's there to watch, you know what I'm saying? That's there to be entertained. You're yeah. so conceited. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> all right. So the next one I did want to get to for the people listening that may not be as advanced as you or Weezy or I, I did want to get into dating with shamelessness. Mm-hmm. Um, so with dating, I wanted to ask you, here we go. When dating someone new, how much of your sexual history should you really share up front? Now, Weezy and I have a podcast. And we've talked about how sometimes it becomes hard because of the things that we share on this pod with yeah. dating. But really, if you are kinky or you are open or you are poly, how soon should you share those things about yourself when dating? Personally, I like to get that shit out the way early because I don't want to waste time with somebody who's not going to fuck with me for me. Okay. So I'm like, yo, I do porn. <laughs> like, that's my job. <laughs> out the gate, you saying that. If Like, when we get into the conversation about what, what, we, what do, we do, I'm like, yeah, that's what I do. You have know? you had women that you've met that their biggest issue isn't the porn, but it's jazz? Do they get insecure about her? Definitely. Because um, jazz and I have been together for like 10, 10 going on, 10, 11 years. Mm-hmm. So there are people who might say like, oh, I'm poly or this, that or the other. But then when we get start like building or whatever, they're. They want to be primary. Because that bond is so strong. And and even if the, there is the opportunity for them to be primary, it's like, no matter what, like, we got years upon years and children together. So you and I are not going to have that same relationship. Mm. But we can start our own relationship our own. and build that shit. But I think the problem is, and this happens with unicorns a lot, even, even not just when it's a one-on-one situation, but when it's the couple, they're like, I want to have that same camaraderie that they got you can't you haven't been here for this time you haven't experienced the same things with us but that's why like if people can be shameless and let go of their shit and just get in where they at like you'll be able to build to something that's new and unique with that with that person tell or that us couple. about the time you had to cut a bitch off because she was acting a little too much that's yeah, your main and, and, and what is being also what's doing too much in a poly relationship oh no i'm here for this yeah i know I you think, thought i was gonna say you know, know, i want to no, hear the best no, no. this i don't know um, I think, I think for me, if someone doesn't ask how Jasmine's doing, mm. I automatically know that they're not thinking about me and my, in my couple, mm. you know what I'm saying? Like, for example, they might have we, we got into a, com- we got into a conversation where like, I met both of you, I met your families, how your family doing? Like, not even just thinking about how. It's a, 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 a sexual mama, partner. She's going to get excited. <laughs> she had you and Jazz had her bent over and I had to check her about that shit. So you know what? You ain't got to worry about asking about my mama. She said, don't she ask, about, about, don't ask about my mom, Don't ask about my mama. You can ask about Miss Jewel. But the way you met both of our mamas, I don't need you asking about Miss Tammy, okay? Because she don't know how to act. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. That, but I mean, yeah, like, that's, that but that's some real shit. But I mean, it's also like the same thing. If, if I see you, I met y'all together. Right. I know y'all rock you together. Gonna be like, You're going to be like, yo, how, how's things going? How, yep. If somebody knows and they're trying to be in your life in that same kind of way. They just ignore it. Yeah, like that ah. shit is weirdo shit to me. Especially because you got fucking kids. That, and that too. If you, don't ask, that. if you don't ask about my kids too, like, the, I mean, like, I feel like, and I'm not saying you have to do it every time we speak, but if you just don't ever say shit. No, I've had men about, thank about me that, about it. Like, that's weird. Like, I've had men genuinely tell me like, Especially if I remember, a, which is just a natural thing. If I have a friend that I'm talking to during the week, I'm like, oh, how did so-and-so go at work? Yeah. So I'll maybe ask them about something with their kids. And I notice, like, men are very, I don't want to even say the word impressed because I, I don't think that if you're dating someone with kids, you should be trying. I think you just mm-hmm. got to be that person or not. But 
it is interesting to me that you would even say how she's doing because it's such a basic small thing that shows so much respect to her. Yeah. Yeah. It really does. I agree. Now with family, which Weezy for sure wanted to get to, and I want to make sure we get into it. As a lifestyle member, does your immediate family, and (coughs) I want want you to speak generally. So for anyone listening who may also be lifestyle, poly, open, swinger, whatever, how important do you think it is, if important at all, for people's immediate family to know the lifestyle that they're in sexually and with their partners or partner? Age-appropriate conversations. Oh, if you... Now, I'm going to tell my little three-year-old niece, baby, this is one of my lovers. The other one you going to meet next time. I mean, because, okay. you know, like, <laughs> you're not just going to just break that out on a three-year-old. That's not going to go well when they go to kindergarten. I mean, on pre-K and shit. them kids, you going to know what's going on, baby. But, one day you will know. But it is but it is important to know, you know, if you're, if you're bringing people around your children, yes. mm-hmm. then your children should know, like, if you're, if you're, open with your affection you don't with call other everybody people. auntie and uncle this your auntie now I, I, I wouldn't be kissing on auntie okay you're right <laughs> you're right so, so like, also the affection level that you're sharing yeah the affection level you're sharing people. and then for adults if it's like a situation where like let's say you dating somebody around town you want somebody running up on you on a date like you cheating on my sister motherfucker you know what i'm saying right. you don't want that shit so i think if you are in certain types of relationships, like you don't have to get all into the into the details with people, but it is important to let certain people know, like, you know, this is how our relationship is. I so agree. if you happen to see me out there, you know, just no mind your business. Yeah, mind, mind your, your business, business, motherfucker. Or, right. you know what I'm saying? Know that I ain't doing some shady shit. Agreed. Now for relationships, I, we gon' we getting through this, baby. I love it. For relationships, introducing non-monogamy. Mm-hmm. So is there a healthy way to communicate that after you've been with someone that you do want more partners, either sexually or romantically, and how do you do it without sounding selfish or greedy? Don't do that shit after y'all just got done fucking. Like, that's the... Oh? Don't do that shit in bed. Oh. It's best to have those kind of... Wait, kinda, hold on. You say like... Ha- have those kind of... you make kinda, that mistake before? No. Nah. Okay. But I've, I've definitely, like I've definitely had people tell me about like, it. You know what? I need another one. <laughs> <laughs> and it ain't you. <laughs> no, that would be nuts, actually. That that, that's, but I okay, think like a lot of times people do have these conversations, conversations in bed because it's fantasy woven into it. So it's like, you know, you know, you know now. your partner, though. You know, if your partner can hear you say like, yo, I want to DP you tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and if some partners about to be like, you want to do what? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but other partners might be like, who you got in mind? You know what I'm saying? Like, it all depends. So know your partner. Ooh. That's that's super important. And, and I feel like in any relationship, monogamous, non-monogamous, whatever, communication, constant communication is is always helpful. So, you know, how you feel about opening up your relationship today might be a little different. So we tomorrow. should talk about that during halftime during the finals. <laughs> you want that quick answer. No, yeah, you know, yeah, whatever. Like, whatever. Whatever you, you want to do. We're that's like happy. a setup question I, right I, there. I don't know. I guess I guess that's that's my thing, even from kinkiness to non-monogamy, like really introducing that. And do you have you, have like a have, you could be like, babe, I want to talk to you. You know, I want to no, sit down no, and have no. a conversation. Women cannot say that to over, men. First off, look, over look. over dinner or something like that. You know what I'm saying? So, or, when a, I actually says, don't think that anybody. Well, so I'm anxiety personality type. Yeah. Oh, if I'm not saying like set up a whole says, date for. I want to talk to you about something. <laughs> what the fuck is the problem? Right now, tell me the right this moment. Well, you could have that if you can't know your partner. That but that's what I'm saying. Know your partner. <laughs> if I have to walk up to you and say, I want to talk to you about something right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I, if don't I know you're going to... I'll cancel the recording. Be... What the fuck you want to talk about? <laughs> what? See? The you can't fuck? do it like that. You got you got to let you know ahead of time. Bro, like, I, I need, need to talk to you about something that is not bad in any kind of fucking way. Okay. So and it's go. about da-da-da-da, give bullet this points and shit. This told me before I got on my flight yesterday, oh, I really want to talk to you when you get back. I said, oh, yeah? Because I could push this shit. He was like, yo, 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 yo. And then he was like, I was going to tell you, I guess it was something about work. I was like, you can't start sentences like that. No, you can't. And so then now that's us teaching you a woman saying to a man, oh, hey, we need to, to talk. I mean, don't that say it like doesn't... that. I'm a, I just said that shit the wrong fucking way. I get you. Now. You know what? But this I mean, it's, it's important to have we that. We don't need advice. We just want to see the dick. Damn. No, we need to have the conversation. We need to have the conversation at like, you know, that I'm saying, like, don't have the shit when somebody feels like they're vulnerable. Right. Where somebody feels like, you know, 
I was just giving it my all. And now you're talking about you want to have a, a gangbang tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? Like, that could throw somebody baby off. Baby steps. And, and, well, it's not even just the baby steps. It's like, if you ask somebody at that type of moment, then they're going to, they're definitely going to take it personal. You know what I'm saying? But a lot of times, like, for example, I'm poly. It doesn't mean that I don't love my partners. Right. I'm just poly. Like, that's how I love. I like to meet new people and, and build relationships with them. But it's just because you might want to fuck somebody else doesn't mean that you don't want to fuck the person you fuck. Right. But it definitely Valid. has that's moments right that, it's, that it's good to have the conversation as opposed to when they, they feel an extra I mean, I nervous. I think it's, it really depends, too. Like, when you're with a monogamous person, there isn't a lot of teaching them that you're not... That it, that you're not monogamous. Yeah. Like, and it's uh, either you're no, with no, no. them or It's you're about not. teaching, like, because you just said it's not that you don't want to fuck them. There's, It's very difficult to teach that. And I think I, that, like, you really do have to date someone like-minded. Like, if someone believes sure. you're hurting me by going out with someone else, and I, I think it's just too tough. I agree. You know, I've had a lot of conversations with homegirls, like, I don't know how you can let a nigga do X, Y, Z, and da-da-da. I'm like, well, I guess that's why... You know, you that's why you keep getting cheated on. You either gonna accept it or no, not. No, I don't accept it anyway. I don't agree I think with that. Definitely, I, there <laughs> are definitely really monogamous men and really monogamous you women. You met some before? Yeah. What is and it? Not, and, not, and monogamous, non binary <laughs> folk. Like, so, like, my. my you met them <laughs> my, brother, my brother, my brother. Shout monog- out to my brother, Sport. My brother, like Sport, Kodak. is like the exact opposite of me. Where your brother at? He would yeah, Englewood, New Jersey. Monogamously? No, uh. Actually, I've been with brothers before. The dick is not genetic. I ain't even gonna hold you, oh. bro. One be having a big dick, one have a little dick. I've I've seen two brothers' dicks before. It's well, I'm all right. Shout but, out I'm, but I'm just, but I'm just saying, he is very much like when he's with somebody, he's with her. He's super focused on her. He's never been interested in polyamory or anything mm-hmm. like that. And you know, I don't know him to have ever cheated on anybody. You know what I'm saying? Him for not telling. You know what I'm saying? I definitely so, know some of that yo, <laughs> He gonna be like, "Damn, you have me on this. Talk about me on this show. They think I'm a cheater in these streets." My man, now. I don't know this man. I do not know this. <laughs> she shit, said, y'all. "If that's the case, he must have a little dick." That's what well, no, because all my friends like little dicks. So little y'all dicks, not gonna be besmudging. No, little dicks be dick. smudging. <laughs> little dicks be out here slaying a dangling. Um, sorry. <laughs> Well, tell people where to find you. What the, the hell? To- King, please let people know. <laughs> what to buy. And y'all, we have sat here with OnlyFans people before. It is worth the subscribe. True. Y'all, please, please let everybody know where they can find you, follow you, you and Jasmine, you and your Royal Fetish films, as well yeah. as if you'll be anywhere in the next couple months. Yes, yes. Go to RoyalFetishXXX.com, KingNawarXXX.com, OnlyFans.com slash KingNawar. And also get on your... Everywhere you stream some music, because I'm making a whole lot of sex music. I got some new shit coming out what real is soon. Sex? Are you moaning? There is moans and can there I is hear fucking moan? over the beat. Can I hear a moan from you? Oh, I can't do that. You, can, you to... can if you listen to the song. Damn, so you're not going to give me the moan? I, I told you I don't fake it. Okay, so I, I need to know what the moan that. sounds like in your song. Imagine you're I, performing. I got you. Give me a moan. King, you're not allowed to leave without a moan. <laughs> Why did she? That was she the want worst. Me to fake it that was so the worst bad. time. You're not allowed to leave it. Out. I'm trying to be a submissive here, but while also demanding. She's like, <laughs> she said, "I right, top from the bottom." <laughs> but not definitely. Like, uh, I got some uh. new music coming out, and <laughs> it's got it's got actual clips from from our scenes. That's cool. To ah, music okay. and all that shit. I like and that. all of that. And it, we gonna be in London real soon. Okay, we, we bringing Kink back to London. I love it. And we're going to be Everybody all that came to our show in London, please go and support. Word, hell yes. yeah. Please. It's going to be even wilder we're be than our May shit, May 27. Y'all. And then also, oh, sorry. you know, Don't I, hype I, I, I heard, heard we're going we gonna to be um rocking with y'all at a couple spots too. So yes, We will finally be having too. sex on cam. Okay, no, that is not what's <laughs> happening. Y'all, Mandy's, uh, Mandy said that we tying her up. Uh, oh, is that what we're doing? Mm-hmm. And what we're going to do forced orgasm. Yeah, not until you moan. Um, guys, <laughs> thank you for tuning in. I will moan we from will... that. Stop Ooh. it, sir. All right, I'm gonna be the oil girl on set. We're gonna make that happen while you're in town. Shit. Um, nonetheless, make sure you check all of the description of this episode because all of those links are gonna be there for you guys to find King Noir and everything that he has going on as well with Royal Fetish Films. Shout out to Jasmine. We just had her a couple months hey. ago. So if you haven't checked out her episode, please go check that out. And as always, if you want to support Horrible Decisions, join us over on Patreon. 
That's patreon.com slash horrible decisions. You should be able to find us now without having to type in the whole thing. We're working on it. Um, and yeah, follow us on YouTube if you want to hear the voice that matches this. Y'all love doing that. Let me see if they voice match their face. Go on over to our YouTube, <laughs> type in Horrible Decisions Podcast. We're on YouTube. You can enjoy this full episode shot here at WTF Media Studios here in New York. And I think that's it. We may have to squeeze in an ad because something else is happening, but I don't Please. know when this is dropping yet. I was going to say, yeah. but you not out of breath? No, bitch, because this is not water. So I'm great. <laughs> Let's go, guys. Yes. Oh, sorry. <laughs> this has been another episode of Horrible Decisions. Bye. It's Bonnie's Beaches. Welcome back. It's Bonnie's. It's Bonnie's. What's up? What's up? What's up? What accent is that, honey? What? I don't even know. You know what? It was giving black people that want to speak Spanish. I have to play this clip for you. Y'all know I love 90 Day Fiance. And last week, I was crying, bitch. Listen how this nigga is talking about secrets. Yeah. Okay, hold on. Speaking of secrets, uh, there was a big secreto that you revealed. <laughs> speaking of secretos, bitch, I was secreto. Hold on, speaking of secretos, everybody trying to keep a secreto up in here, dog. You know what? You know, you know why I can't even really laugh at that? Because everybody <laughs> this week done laughed at me. Because on my way to Atlanta, I was stuck on the runway. So I'm telling people I was stuck on the runway, but I know there's another word for runway. Tarmac. So I was like. Bitch, I was calling it Tamarack. But that's a, it's a city in Florida. And I was like, bitch, I've been stuck on the Tamarack forever. <laughs> and it was like, bitch, the what? Hey, where did you say that the on Instagram? Who? I said, I said, bitch, the Tamarack. No, I was just telling it to my friends. Then I reused the joke, uh, at the Atlanta show. But I was like, Tamarack, like, why are y'all looking at me? It's, it's Tamarack. Y'all don't know what the fuck a Tamarack <laughs> is? And they was like, bitch, a tarmac? I said, bitch, y'all knew what the fuck I meant. Hey, that's funny I really shit. thought I was I, doing something. That's actually really funny. But, bitch, it's really a city in Florida. Tamarack is so, bitch, crazy. you know, of course, Tamarack, Florida is, is Broward County, I know baby. What the hell you said, and I was bitch. Like, I was like, shit, here I go trying to use another he word said, that's I'm not runway. And, bitch. Okay, so wait, he dates a Spanish chick, so he thought that no, secret so there's is a Spanish trans guy. Secret, oh, actually, I, I reached out to him. He said he would come out horrible. So, if anybody has been watching 90 Day Fiance the other way, this is, and y'all know I've been watching this for about five years now. This is my shit. There's you a have. trans man on this season who, I ain't gonna hold you, does not look like he used to be a woman, but he had bottom surgery. Okay. And he has a really in-depth conversation with his girlfriend about what he can feel. He talks about the semen that comes out, how it makes semen, and it was such a educational conversation and i and i posted on ig i said bro all the years i've done horrible this is the most i've ever learned about female to male transitioning because he was so open with her she's like well do you feel everything um what about when you come what kind of juices is it i can't even believe 90 day fiance to let that shit air on tlc but he was so good at the conversation and um talked about how his penis feels more rigid than others because he took the skin of his thigh instead of his arm. Like, cause you have to use your skin to make the bottom surgery. It's anyway, he said he'll come out horrible, but, um, he is phenomenal on the show. Just being open about being a trans person and what it requires wow. to have a penis, you know, part of your bottom genitalia forever. So, um, he talks about how he needed a catheter, how his urethra wasn't working. Like it's in depth. So, he has a homeboy wow. in Colombia, and basically his girl was saying, I don't like that y'all be talking his secret. And the nigga was tired of the bitch talking shit about him in Spanish. And that's when he said. Not there was a bit secreto. You know what's crazy, by the way? I actually want to give a shout out. There's a girl that I follow. Um, and she said that she was. Uh, she ended up having an actual conversation with one of the passport bros. For those of y'all who don't know about the passport bros, they're mostly a group of black men, black American men that go to other countries because they feel like American women suck. Uh, whether it's funny, the traditional huh? values, whether how they show up. But girl, she said she came across a passport bro who was talking about Af like men's, uh, like 
their attraction to Colombia, specifically the Colombian women, because when he was talking about their rates, you could literally get a Colombian woman from anywhere from 50 to $150 for the hour or for the evening. They're just really, really fucking cheap. And yeah, they are. then, of course, it's spewed, but it spewed a whole thread because technically, if you look at the cost of living there, they can live well for $500 a month. So when people were like doing the difference with the cost of living in the U.S., they were actually saying, even though those prices aren't a lot to us, those are really high prices for how they're able to live in Colombia mm. off of that money. Um, and I was like, I ain't even gonna hold you though. I was like, I would love to get the, the pussy price inflated across all these countries because niggas need to know it costs. And so to know that they can go to another country and get some pussy for $50, is just a little crazy because that is less than a two for 20 at Applebee's once you add the drinks and the desserts. 